never hydrated. You're literally drinking like watered down egg white right now and I'm going to murder you. <laughs> I put Gatorade in there. I know. In your... Cassie's staying hydrated by adding Gatorade to the watered down amaretto sour glass. <laughs> so if you ever want to know how healthy we are, that is that to us is health food. What can I say? You're welcome, I'm America. A, I'm a trailblazer. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know. Anyways, I'm Cassie. Who are you? Who the fuck are you? I'm Steve. (laughs) I'm with my new co-host, Steve. (laughs) And this is Happy Air Gets Weird, our one and done episode. I've always wanted to say a fake name. (laughs) I feel like such a badass right now. I'm so rebellious. Interesting you landed on Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be my name. Steve? Yeah. I could see that. I feel like a Steve. I could see you as a Steve. <laughs> um, our one and done episodes are more laid back. The sweatpants of the podcasting world, if you will. The 2004 gauche pants of podcasts. Yes. I don't know. Some might say the granny panty version of a podcast. I say the... One man's granny panties is my everyday panties. (laughs) I say it's more of (laughs) G-string. Crotchless edible undies. Yes. Yes. That's what these are. Um, Anyways, we have a beer. We talk about something kind of wild and crazy. And um, we just have fun. So... What are we drinking? We are drinking... Uh, full disclosure, I've had this before and I repurchased it because I knew you would love it because you have a boner for hefts. You always say I've got a boner for hefts. You do. First of all, you're welcome because my boners are great. <laughs> Second of all, I love hefts. They're, they're so underrated. They're so refreshing. I'm not, I wasn't dissing hefts. I like them too. So this is a blood simple hefeweizen with blood orange. Mm-hmm. It's called blood simple. Okay. And it's brewed by Crooked Lane Brewing Company out of Auburn, California. When the world reopens, I say we do a NorCal brewery crawl. Absolutely. I'm fucking there. We'll just do a long weekend. We'll go to all the breweries. And after we have beer, we'll record an episode. Yes. You know what we should do is we should, instead of renting a car, we should rent like a horse and buggy. I was going to say an Airstream, but I guess <laughs> a horse and buggy. I'm not sure how small you think Northern California is. <laughs> It'll save us on gas. I would just think it'd be cool <laughs> to show up in a horse and buggy. I don't know. I say long weekend, we will rent a trailer and we will just. We'll make our husbands drive us. We'll just. No, we'll sleep in the parking lot of the brewery. <laughs> Anyways, please um, pick us up, up from prison when we get arrested <laughs> for sleeping in the back of a horse and buggy carriage. And that is a great segue to our topic this week dumb things people have done while they're drunk oh my gosh I love it okay is our topic so let me do you want the cup or the can I don't care it's it's is it kind of pink yeah it's blood orange I know but a lot of times they say it's a fruit okay I want to watch you taste it do you love it I love it I knew you would are you just saying that so my feelings I love all hefts I know you do I always order a hef and they're always out it's all the other Steves. All of us Steves. Just ordering <laughs> our hefts. Okay, so I thought maybe this one and done, it'd be kind of funny to take a trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done any of these things, but I have done a lot of dumb things while I was drunk. So I thought it would just be funny to sit and talk about some dumb things that people did while they were drunk. Okay. 
So I have to ask you, mm-hmm. is there something dumb that you've done while you were drunk? I, every dumb thing I've ever done in my life has been while drunk. <laughs> um, I'm a pure joy. Um, I mean, I have done, uh, I'm also a pure joy actually. So one time when we were together in Sacramento, we had met people out. They were all irritating us. Uh huh. I was kind of dating one of them. He brought a bunch of friends. There was a woman there. We were younger than the group. And I think that the woman felt like she had some sort of like power dynamics over the group because we were (laughs) like the youngsters. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And she was kind of, you know, being kind of snotty to us, whatever. And then when we left, (laughs) we were walking down the road, both like over animatedly talking and screaming about how people sucked, basically like, yeah, basically like how we do now. Yeah. And I'm like, Cassie's in her own rant, making fun of this older woman who happened to have pigtails. I'm in my own rant, arms flailing, and all of a sudden I turn around (laughs) and I don't see Cassie anywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? And then I realized I didn't see her because she had fallen to the ground and was laying in the gutter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I have done Yeah, I... I, and the only, and I'm gonna say in my defense, the only reason I made fun of her pigtails because she was rude to us. Yeah, we we wouldn't have made fun of her. I'm the person that gets drunk at the bar and then becomes best friends with every single woman in the bathroom and tells them how beautiful they are and how their outfit is great. Like I am that psychotic drunk person. Oh, me too. And that's my favorite. I wish I was like that, like when I wasn't drunk, but I'm just too antisocial. Yeah, and I get and like I'm, too scared to talk to people. I I I think if you drink you've probably done at least one dumb thing in your life. So I thought it would be kind of fun to go over a list of people who have done really dumb things. Okay. I'm excited. Um, all right. So the first one on our list is about a man named Danny and I'm just going to use first names. Um, I used list verse as a source, but I also sourced out all of the articles from list first so there's a ton of different sources I'll link them all in our description okay so I'm gonna say their first name the first one is about a 21 year old named Danny celebrating his birthday in Dublin outside of this Dublin bar there was a picture board you stuck your face in and it had the body of a leprechaun well Danny stuck his whole entire head into the hole and with the rapid expansion of his skull due to his alcohol consumption his head grew too big to fit out of the hole oh my god and he was stuck in there (laughs) um you know danny was with a big group of friends and fortunately for (laughs) us and the internet they uh, took a video of his head stuck in there um, and they have posted it on the internet. <laughs> you can find it. I watched it. It's pretty funny. Um, he was stuck in there for a whole seven minutes. Oh my goodness. Until someone managed to help pull his head out. Um, he said, uh, after the fact that at the time I wasn't embarrassed because I was drunk, <laughs> but thinking back now, I'm a little embarrassed, <laughs> but you know, but he was hurt. His ears were fine and he got out of the sign and it, it was pretty funny. I thought it was funny. It is funny. So next one I'm going to talk about. Um, I've never been drunk and thought to myself, 
maybe I should go fishing right now. I cannot say the same for one Boston man. Massachusetts. Fishing is pretty fun. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Massachusetts environmental police spied a man in a boat in a Boston canal. He'd had a few too many and decided to take his boat for a spin. As they approached the boat, they could see he had a massive amount of sea bass in his boat. 122 to be exact. Wait, what? He got 122 sea bass. The legal limit for sea bass in this canal is eight. Yeah, I was going to say, you can normally catch like five fish. What the hell? How... How did he even catch that many? I don't. That must have been a very well-stocked canal. (laughs) Nobody knows how he caught all these fish. Although funny, he did acquire a lengthy record. He was charged with (laughs) operating a motorboat under the influence, possession of 122 black sea bass, having an unregistered motorboat, displaying improper registration numbers on a motorboat, Fishing without a valid Massachusetts saltwater fishing license. You do not want to fuck with fishing game. No. That's all I know. And listen, he was also forced to donate all those sea bass to charity. He couldn't eat 122. I mean, was he starting his own fucking seafood restaurant? What was his plan? He could have smoked them and ate them in jail. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he got... I'm sure he probably did get some jail time for that. I actually feel bad for him that that silly of a crime... (laughs) Got him in so much trouble. They fishing while intoxicated. He got uh, a fooey. He mur- basically murdered. <laughs> he murdered uh, fish. Yes, he murdered a hundred and maybe he has multiple families and he wanted to feed them fish. all. I mean, maybe I don't know how. How could he even catch that many fish? That's while what he was I'm drunk? saying. <clears throat> that must have been like a super stocked canal. I don't know. I I don't know. They, the reason you can only I read the reason you can only get eight is because of uh, fear of endangerment. Okay, clearly there's a lot of those fish in that lake. Somebody needs to re- do a, a head he, count. What if he was in there for just like eighteen hours? It's really fish. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, I've had sea bass. It's pretty good. <laughs> in small town province southeast of Paris, around midnight, a couple coming home from a night out noticed their blinds were closed which alerted them because they specifically remember they were open when they left calling police instead of entering the house they waited and when the police arrived they found a known burglar drunk relaxing on the couple's couch watching tv oh no he had attempted to steal a passport money a bicycle and a pair of sunglasses was he going to take the passport and bicycle to another He, he was country? going on a trip. <laughs> With the sunglasses on so nobody could recognize him? <laughs> yes. Finding a bottle of champagne in the middle of the robbery, he apparently decided it was time for a bubbly break and lost track of time. Okay, so clearly this man was an alcoholic because if you get <laughs> distracted by a bottle of champagne midst robbery, you have a drinking problem. Maybe could just- you imagine just like mid-crime, any crime you're doing, you're like, oh shit, is that... <laughs> Champagne. I'm robbing a bank. Honestly, I, maybe he knew a good bottle of champagne when he saw one. Just every, just think of every fucking like crime movie, but in the, they're just like distracted by a bottle of champagne in the middle. I mean, honestly, I can relate. Not to the robbery part, but to I've been to a champagne brunch before. <laughs> I understand the I've blackout. I've been to a brunch that, where there wasn't champagne, and I literally almost walked home. You left. 
I have gone to a champagne brunch where it's like required you eat like a, a meal or a certain amount of food. I will put back 18 pancakes <laughs> in order to, to drink seven mimosas and black out for two days. Champagne is so sneaky. It is sneaky. Uh, uh, just a little insider information. Me and Cassie once recorded a one and done, but we drank too much champagne and we couldn't even put it out. No, it was. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was hot garbage. I was like. That was like three months ago. Oh my gosh. No, that's, it sneaks up on you. <laughs> and also I kind of appreciate this because it's so French that mm-hmm. a burglar gets seduced by a bottle of champagne it in is. the middle of a robbery. It is. Like I just, I mean, obviously he was charged with robbery and he went to jail, but <laughs> um, I just thought it was funny that he would be like, oh, champagne. And then just like lose track of time. Okay. So the next one, I'm going to start with a headline. Headline. Drunk tourist in the Alps accidentally climbed a mountain while trying to find his way back to his hotel. <laughs> That's me, the worst sense of direction. Oh my gosh. My- you, you accidentally climbed up a mountain when you were trying to get home? <laughs> yes. That would be me. After a day of drinking, a man only known in reports as Pavel tried to make his way to his lodging. He got turned around, ended up on a ski run, and traipsed a mile and a half above sea level. Oh my god. Luckily, he found a mountainside local bar called Igloo. (laughs) (laughs) The search party was called off when the bar employees found him sleeping on a bench inside the bar the next day. (laughs) Like, how drunk do you have to be to realize you were climbing... The opposite way up a ski run. I do that kind of shit sober. I fucking get it. And then he just like was like, oh, sweet. Another bar. I'll just hang out in here till morning. I, I, he is so lucky he got inside that bar. He could have died of hypothermia. <laughs> Seriously, it really is lucky. He What? I mean, it's like, come on. Okay, so the next one, you will appreciate this one. Actually, when I was writing this, was laughing so hard. I was like crying. It was funny. I needed this uh, one and done this week. I figured. Um, in 2017, in Caspar, Wyoming, police were called to a disturbance on the street. A man was claiming he was from the future and he was he- here to help people of Casper. Bryant claimed to be from the year 2048. He told them he traveled back in time to warn the town of alien invasion. <clears throat> Bryant went on to tell the police that he was only able to travel because aliens got him drunk and made him stand on a transporting pod, <laughs> sending him to the year 2017. Those are the kind of aliens I want to hang out with. They just force feed you cocktails and then make you time, tra- time yeah. travel? Yeah. Sending him to the year 2017. But he ended up in the wrong year. He was supposed to end up in 2018. They got, they got it one year <laughs> off. I, maybe the aliens were drunk too. Maybe they were all drinking. I don't know. At this, I could totally picture this. A I, bunch of grades being like, just do it. Put him on the, put him, put him on the transporter. Get him out of here. Just have like an alien uh, beer bong just like made out of titanium. Over the over the transporter? No, over his mouth. <laughs> I know. I'm saying oh, above yes. the transporter. So while he's, he's on the pad, it's just like. Goo, goo, goo. Yes. yes. And then all of a sudden he's in 2017. Yes. At that point, he demanded to speak to the president of the town. Wait, towns have presidents? I This one does, I guess. Or maybe <laughs> the world that he came from, the towns have presidents. Oh, wow. It's never been discovered why the aliens wanted to give the humans of Casper a heads up before their invasion. So he basically was arrested for, um, like, drunk in public and probably was just put in the drunk tank. And mocked. 
and mocked I mean, I'm sure. I wonder. Ruthlessly for hours. <laughs> Let me speak to the president of your town. <laughs> um, uh, okay, my next one is, back in 2012, a man named Daniel proved why it's not a good idea to drink on the job. Daniel was a court stenographer whose job it is to record court proceedings during a trial. Well, Daniel snapped and was also drinking on the job and began typing, I hate my job. He went to a trial drunk? Yes. I hate my job throughout 30 different court transcripts. So they didn't have real transcripts of any of those trials? He would put type, I uh, what I gathered from the article he would randomly type i hate my job throughout like the court transcript oh my god yes which this seems like this is funny it's like the shining but it also is like it could be very detrimental because uh, yeah those possibly those 30 trials mm-hmm. could be thrown out and reach had mm-hmm. to be retried because of i the, mean hopefully they were just stupid shit like you know, I'm hoping he t- parking violations or something yes. like stupid like that and not actual real trial trials. But Daniel actually denies any unprofessionalism. <laughs> he said that he was fired for substance abuse and not for <laughs> typing. I hate my job. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy that he had that kind of a job and went there drunk. He's literally like walking into the lion's den when you break the law. Yeah, it's like I don't. It's like what you could jeopardize so many cases. Oh my gosh! And also, how could you think you were going to get away with that? Like the lawyers were going to see like, and there's also police officers there. There's bailiffs. There's judges. Everybody. Well, every not only would you someone probably (laughs) notice you stumbling, but also my sister is a court reporter, Mm -hmm. and she what she was a court reporter. She's not doing that anymore, but um. When you transcribe what goes on in the courtroom, both lawyers see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the judge probably overlooks it. S- investigators look at it. It's like there were a ton of eyes going to be on these transcripts. So it's like there was no way that somebody was going to miss I hate my job over and over <laughs> in some parts of the transcripts. Oh, God. oh my gosh. Just jackass. Yeah. So the next one on the list is uh, it. I'm going to bring us to New Year's Eve in Copenhagen. A man, after celebrating, climbed into a taxi on his way home. But being too drunk to remember where his house was, he ended up taking a 372-mile trip across three countries, starting in Denmark, then on to Sweden, then finally Norway. After Norway, he remembered his home was in Oslo. When he got home, he got out of the taxi, went up to his house, and passed out. The taxi driver waited in front of his house for payment until his battery died. In the morning, the taxi driver called the police and the police forced the man to pay the taxi driver the 2,200 taxi fare. Oh, my God. Okay, I've actually... Holy shit. I've actually done this before. I had just moved, like, to a new... Um, house. I was a teenager and I was working at that. Remember that hamburger place, Fuddruckers, where you like mm-hmm. can customize your own hamburgers? Mm-hmm. I was working there and I worked like the closing shift. And for whatever reason, I don't know why I did this, but somebody at the restaurant who's closing with me like asked 
if I wanted to smoke some weed Mm -hmm. and my stupid ass teenage brain was like, sure. So we like closed up the restaurant and then we smoked weed and then I literally could not figure out how to get home (laughs) and she was giving me a ride and we drove around Concord. I lived in Concord at the time. We drove around Concord for two hours. Oh my God. And I was so high out of my mind that at one point I was just like go back to Fuddruckers and we'll we're start gonna start over. <laughs> we're gonna start this journey again she never offered to give me a ride again she probably never offered you her weed again no either. she did not <laughs> oh my god I hate that I hate when you can't like even I, I lost just all brain function. I lost yet. all brain function. Oh my god, that's hysterical. Oh gosh, that's some. That's one of those things that I'm like so embarrassed about. You wake up at like three in the morning and you remember it. Oh my god, I do that about like a dozen different oh, things. That was it was terrible. Like the the three a.m. anxiety wake ups. Like oh my gosh, remember that one time you? Yes, everything said something. A million things. Weird. And people looked at you funny. Yes. Or like was I? was I being mean right then or was I being stupid right then or was my skirt tucked into my underwear right then or remember that one time I fell in front of 30 people in my desk in my classroom in my sociology of sexuality class and the football players were all in that class with me at at Butte College and they all laughed at me oh my god I one of those times that I wake up is um I was playing Cards Against Humanity in front of my husband's family. Oh, my God. Why the fuck would you do that, dude? I don't dude? know. I'm so dumb. And this is like the first time. Like, it was during a camping trip, and it was like the first time that I spent any. First of all, it was the first time I was meeting, like, half of them. And we are playing Cards Against Humanity. And some of his family members are, um, like, they just are friendly and nice, but they are, like, kind of intimidating. Like, they have a quick wit or they don't have um, a problem, like, teasing you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I got that stupid fucking card that, and I said, died from dysentery. Oh, and it was dysentery? And, like, yeah, his cousin was like, do you mean dysentery and you were like fuck off in front of everybody like and just as like made fun of me so bad which I think it was good intention but it was just really embarrassing yeah I would that I would have been embarrassed too but honestly like if you're hanging out and reading something like you anybody can read a word wrong uh yeah I totally read it like because everybody was like what did you say and then he's like, do you mean dysentery? Like I was the biggest idiot on the planet. And I really wish at that point a black bear would just come and eat me alive in front of all of them. <laughs> well, that guy sounds like a jerk. And literally anybody can read anything wrong when you're like reading aloud. And now I'm like paranoid to read anything. Like I've just like forgotten how to read and pronounce syllables. You know I make you double check uh, all the names that I read now because I did an entire episode where I said somebody's name wrong. <laughs> So it happens. It's it's very, very easy to read a word wrong. Yeah, it was just super embarrassing. So that's like one of those moments that like keeps me up at night. And I'm just like, oh. I wish that I was there with a cream pie and I could have cream pied his <laughs> face and then ran off into the night wearing a bear suit. So people would have been like, okay, what was that Bigfoot? <laughs> Where did the bear get that cream pie? Why, does, why did that bear have that cream pie? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It was, um, oh, that's pretty embarrassing. Okay, and then our last one on the list. Okay. 
I say the best for last. Okay. The ti- the title of this article is Drunken Man Tries to Revive a Rubber Dinghy He Thought Was a Person. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Uh, a drunk 22-year-old from France called police and firefighters after he <laughs> saw what he thought was an unconscious person lying in a dinghy in a shipyard. Oh, my goodness. Police rushed to the scene only to discover the man performing CPR <laughs> on the inflatable boat itself. How drunk was this person? He was so drunk. Oh my god. Quote, he was underneath the boat on his knees trying to resuscitate a rubber dinghy. Quote. He was so wasted he thought the rubber dinghy was the real person. The firefighters were canceled and he was taken to the drunk tank. Oh my okay, seriously, was he drinking absinthe? I don't know, but I just want to say, <laughs> at least he had good intentions. I, I'm just going to say, first of all, A for effort. And may <laughs> I be so lucky if this man finds me unconscious, he will do everything in his power to give me the kiss of life. Oh my God. I can't yeah. even imagine being that out of your mind drunk. Yeah. Can you imagine walking up on this guy like, and it's like a rubber dinghy. It's an actual boat. He's trying to resuscitate. It's actually the guy that was fishing and he's still in there with a hundred fish and he's like, will you please get off my boat? He was trying to resuscitate all 122 fish. There's still time. We can save these fish. Oh gosh. I thought that was funny. I thought it was so funny because when no one got hurt, well, except the rubber dinghy, maybe it didn't. The rubber dinghy's like, speak for yourself. <laughs> um, but I just thought it was sweet because he was so good intentioned. And he that really is. did want to save that somebody's life. That was probably life. like the first time that guy ever drank. Yeah. And then that happened and he's <laughs> never had a sip of alcohol since. He's known as a guy who made out with a rubber boat, basically. Oh my gosh. Definitely. Could you imagine just walking up on a person like, I just, I, I think... I wouldn't be able to keep it together. I would just. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a great list. So I thought it was a nice light list to kind of. I loved it. I needed it. We had a couple of heavy episodes and they're important. And I I, I like doing them because I think it's important. But yeah. it's nice to break it up with some gauche pant episodes. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, you know, if you drink or if you've been a teenager or if you're just generally kind of stupid you've done something like this accident prone <laughs> I mean I'm I, I'm kind of stupid I do stuff like this like I embarrass myself all the time or I do dumb stuff so I thought it was like super relatable and it was funny and if you're listening and you have any amazing stories that you want to share drunk or not just the point is funny and silly oh my gosh share them yeah email us and we'll do another episode where you share your drunk stories and I will leave you anonymous if you wish yeah I would love um, to do a, a drunk listener listener story story. yeah (laughs) that's such a great idea excuse me uh well my voice is going out so that's probably our cue to end thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you enjoyed the last two episodes they were more of true crime but be prepared for something a little less true crime a little more paranormal coming up in the in the recent weeks and if you like our show please rate review subscribe and tell a friend Yes. And on that note, love yourself, lock your doors, and light some sage. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Mm